Attention, attention, please. This is an announcement straight from Alabama's true MCs. Uh, for Southern rap, there's a new day, and they come to show you the way is the DSA. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Three the Hard Way. I'm Tony the Hitman Horton, and joining me tonight is Todd the Todd Father Hall. And it has been one of the craziest weekends for premieres. San Diego Comic Con. I've been working. I haven't had a chance to stop doing what I'm doing until up until now. So now I'm actually trying to play catch up. And what exactly am I missing, Todd? Well, let's see. Where you want to start? Uh, you've missed the Justice League trailer, the Thor Ragnarok trailer, the leaked Infinity War trailer. Wait, 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 wait. Leaked Infinity War trailer? This from D23? Yeah. yeah Has anybody else out there seen that shit? If so... If so, you've probably missed it now because Disney's come along and, you know, nixed it. <laughs> you know. This is the one that they gave the description about. All the heroes coming together. You see him on the big screen, and you see Thanos land and all that stuff. And he's yeah, where he throws a moon at somebody. Yeah, that's, okay, it's that. Trend. So there's actually footage of that now. Yeah. Uh. Well, there was. If you got up early enough, if it was late enough last night, early enough this morning, you could pretty much catch it before Disney took it down. Uh. Now you may be able to find it if you're lucky, but yeah, they. Disney let it out just long enough to get the hype behind it, then they snatched it away. So, okay, so from what I'm understanding right now, we got a Ragnarok trailer, and we got an Infinity War trailer. That's a bootleg trailer, so to speak, but is it legit? Yeah, it's it's the legitimate trailer from D23, but it's, it's not released by Marvel. It is basically a pirated copy. It's, you know, somebody in the audience managed to sneak their phone out and record it. Okay, so from what I'm understanding, I've had a ton of people that I've that, that I've came across, you know, since I've been working this weekend and everybody was talking about it and I told them to tell me anything about it because I wanted to see it for myself. Um everybody's talking about this. Thor Ragnarok and they're talking about Infinity War the trailer, but I haven't heard too many people say anything about the D C Justice League and, and this is their first breakout movie, so I, I was expecting, you know, everybody being on the bandwagon wanting to you know, hype this movie because it's Justice League and it's coming. It's DC, it's Warner Brothers. But then again, I said the key words. It's DC and it's Warner Brothers. Eh, you don't have to hate on it. I'm, I'm not I'm hating sure. on it. I'm just that's, saying it, it just comes with the territory. I mean, the only thing that they had so far that's been a breakout movie that's actually made money and done really well has been Wonder Woman. Well, yeah. And, you know, Wonder Woman is in this. She's a selling point for this movie. You know, she's the first hero that you see in it um i don't know it's it's you're not gonna have the same reaction you know justice league came out yesterday and everybody was like oh man it's the greatest trailer of the con and then marvel kind of came out and was like yeah hold my beer and hit hit you with ragnarok by the end of the day so it's just one of those kind of things everybody everybody still tries to approach these things like both companies are equal and they're not the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going on 10 years old. So they've got 10 years worth of story and development and stuff like that. And DC's not that old. It's, you know, so, and 
let's be honest, once you get past Wonder Woman, the quality of the stuff is kind of shaky. You yeah. know, it's you can't. I mean, even when you go this year, you go, well, Wonder Woman took out Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You're talking about Wonder Woman. You're talking about classic 75-year-old Wonder Woman, and she managed to beat a movie with a talking baby tree and a gun-toting raccoon that nobody knew who in the hell they were a few years ago. Yes, she ought to. Her movie should be making more than Guardians of the Galaxy. It's Guardians of the Galaxy versus Wonder Woman. How did it compare with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, though? Uh, Homecoming kind of did the pop-up and crash. It's it's not... Homecoming does not have Wonder Woman's legs. Yeah, I kind of figured, because, you know, you're coming into it, it's... What? It's Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man 6, yes. and I'm sorry, it it is the least Spider-Man of the comics than any of the movies that you can watch previously so and i think that's i think that's a thing but again again we've got two more movies slated for this and they set up everything on that so if you guys missed that come out and go to our page and check out the new review that we did on that so you can get caught up on the par if you hadn't already yeah but as far as sdcc goes yeah you that's you've had uh the defenders trailer You've had uh, the Pacific Rim now trailer. That that website they got, they have a website that you can you can enlist and join. That's pretty awesome. You know, you you can pick and choose your Jaeger, sign up for it, and everything. When I went and clicked on the little link that they had about it, I was stoked. And then they they have an actual website that that's devoted to it that you can actually sign up. It keeps up to date with everything they're doing with uh, Pacific Rim. And the action figures they got coming out for this, bruh, it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, at, you know, it's giant monsters and giant robots. I was I was there the minute they said, hey, we're doing another one. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll be there for that one, too. You know, I'll, I'll go into it going, hopefully the black guy will live through this one. But, you know, <laughs> you know. It's the closest thing we got right now to Gundam and Voltron. Yeah, for me, it's, action. for me, it's Shogun Warriors. I'm showing my age. True. You know. So, I really dug that too, so. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. You had uh, Gotham, trailers for Gotham. You've had trailers for The Walking Dead, which was really interesting because you're not real sure that Rick ain't in a coma. You know, that's kind of, it, it ends with basically Rick waking up and he's visibly older, laying in a bed, long white beard kind of thing. And, you Don't know, which kind of, which kind of has fandom kind of going, oh my god, are they pulling the Dallas on us? That's where, exactly what I was going to say with all, that. Where the zombie apocalypse is basically what he dreamt while he was in the coma from being shot. Personally, I wouldn't care if that's what it is. I mean, I'm old enough to remember St. Elsewhere, yeah. where you find out that that whole medical drama was the daydream of an autistic kid. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know that's, I remember that's, that. That's, that's not a big deal to me, you know. If you then find again, out. it could be the play on what Robert Kirkman did in the story arcs of the books. If you haven't followed the books, there was a segment where the aliens showed up. Yeah, yeah, he he did that as a joke. So this know, might be a joke too. You yeah. never know. And that was one of the announcements that came from SDCC is he is wrapping up Walking Dead. So the comic or the yeah the comic. Okay, cool. The comic is is on on limited time now. Um, 
Let's see, what else did I see during this time? You know, it would have been nice to have been there. Uh, <laughs> figures. Everybody's been talking about all the figures that's been dropping. NECA Toys. Um, Hot Toys had this breakout thing that they did with all the Star Wars stuff from the new movies that they had coming up. Um, the new Ghost Rider San Diego Comic Con exclusive. The Robbie Reyes Hot Toys figure. That was pretty cool. Um... We're finally getting vehicles now with the Marvel Legends. From what I understand, yeah. Black Widow's got a motorcycle. We have a Johnny Blaze with a motorcycle now. Yeah, yeah you do. Uh, but the motorcycle looks like it's a reissue. Like it's just been repainted again. Reissue from what? The original Ghost Rider that came out with the nah. Toy Biz Edition. Nah, the Toy Biz Edition, uh, the motorcycle. You had two motorcycles with two different Ghost Riders. The first one was the Dan Ketch Ghost Rider. Uh-huh. That was a, uh, it was a base. You know, it was something that you could mount on your wall. It wasn't a toy. It was a base. And then the second one was the Johnny Blaze version from the Legendary Rider set. And the trick to that one was, while it was a toy, it was a chopper. So it's it's not the same. It's not the same bike by a long shot. Okay. Uh, that was kind of my problem was they stuck the Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider on a bike that looked more like something that Dan Ketch would drive. Because that's that's the difference in them. Uh, for old school fans, they know. For people that don't know, Johnny Blaze was the first Ghost Rider, and his chopper was made of Hellfire. The whole thing. It wasn't burning wheels. The whole the whole bike was, was made of hell. Was made of flame. Made of Hellfire. Uh, it was Dan Ketch when he came along that had the physical bike with the burning tires. So that's how you could tell them apart. And Take it from me, guys. This is the one who knows the Marvel, uh, the original Marvel Zombie, right here, folks. If yeah. you have any kind of Marvel question, I'm pretty sure you can smash it for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's cool that you know you getting that you getting Ghost Rider with a bike. Uh, I know when Age of Ultron came out, Black Widow drove the electronic motorcycle in the movie. When the toy came out, they stuck Captain America on it. I can remember that was some controversy about girl toys and stuff like that. So they are giving the fans there, well, here's Black Widow on a motorcycle. You know, have a party. Uh, so you got that. Uh, in the Walgreens exclusive front, you're getting Mr. Fantastic and Medusa this year coming up. Uh, you've got... Um, a Toys R Us exclusive that's two Hydra soldiers. Troop was, builders. Yeah. There's troop builder, but while that's great, and I will have a box of them at $40 a pop, I will have a box of them. I will not have multiple boxes of them. I think what they'll wind up doing, that, that'll that be the initial cost that they're doing, but, you know, I think they're kind of pricing themselves out the market with that because if you look at the 12-inch line that they're doing, the 12-inch line that they did was supposedly to come out and be able to compete with Hot Toys. Details on them are pretty pretty close, but they're not to that caliber of Hot Toys. But they're still demanding $50. In some places, in mo- most of your major retails are dropping the price on these things yeah. like $25 yeah. now. People are buying like crazy. Yeah, which is really... I mean, when Toy Biz had the license and you had the Icons figures that were up some size, yeah... You know, that figure for thirty, forty dollars, yeah, you come talking fifty, seventy five, a hundred dollars for yeah, you start pricing yourself out of the market and 
but when it comes to troop builders, troop builders need to be cheap. You yeah. could have a ton of back in the day. You could have a ton of Cobra. You could have a ton of stormtroopers because you know they were three or four dollars a pop. Yeah, but they were three and three quarter and stuff. Yeah, but the trick is, you know, if you come talking about twenty dollars, twenty dollar figures, you don't troop build those. I mean, that's that. And if you do, you're not getting more than maybe two or three because you know, much more than that. You talking about a hundred dollars on a troop fit? You know, not not with bills. You know, that's, and if you're a little kid, there ain't no way you going in as a little kid and you go, oh, mommy, you know, get me this Hydra Trooper and you've already got one and it's $20 a pop. She's going to look at you and go, well, you already got one of those. I'm not buying it. At least my parents were like, I'm not buying you another Stormtrooper because you've got one. I yeah. think I think what they're banking off of, though, True, uh, on that is the fact that those little kids have grown up. They're us now, so we're willing to spend the money on those figures and buy them. You may be. Like I said, I looked at it and said, oh, I'll have a box of those. Yeah. And then I will put them with the Hydra soldiers that I got from early Hasbro and the Hydra soldiers that I got from the Captain America line that, you know, where you had the Hydra name were uh, Red Skull and, and Zemo. Yeah. And I'll put them with those, and I'll see what I got left. You know, the fact that you got kind of a brute one, you know, so it is a little change-up. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not buying. I cannot rationally see me buying multiple boxes of those. I mean, I see that they've got a lot of different ones they got coming out, different sets. But they're putting them out so fast, they're not even giving you a chance to give you a chance to even get caught up on the, on the previous sets beforehand. It's like... You know, they, they released this set, and then they announced another set, and before you get a chance for them to even pop up anywhere, they got another set that's popping out again. Yeah, which is true. Uh, and again, that, that comes with the price point. If they had a, a saner price point, then, you know, you don't care. You know, if, if I'm paying $10 a figure, yeah, let them all come out that you want. When you start talking about, well, it's 20 22 depending on what store you go to, you know, that's when it, it starts to hurt. You know, when you start going, well, I got to spend $140, $150 to get a set. Where, you know, once upon a time, what, 70 bucks at yeah. most would buy you a set of Legends? You oh, know. yeah. So, that... That was, a, that was a happy day. Yeah, that that that's starting to kind of sting to where you need a little more... I know, at least I do, I need a little more space between them, but... You know, I'm not complaining that there's new stuff out. I'd rather there be new stuff out than there not be new stuff out. Right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you got the Spider-Man Homecoming line is still out. The Marvel uh, Night stuff, the Netflix wave is out. Uh, you got Thor supposedly going to hit about August 1st. So And you got the Guardians of the Galaxy set with the Adam Warlock that's out too, right? Yeah, if you can find it. Yeah. And you, and you also still have the Amazing Spider-Man 2-pack with Spider-Man Mary Jane along with the Vulture, Ultimate Vulture and Ultimate Spider-Man 2-pack. Yeah. They're still and, floating around. And you got the uh, Cyclops Dark Phoenix 2-pack that's, that's out. That's dropped. And then you got a Spider-Man Homecoming with Spider-Man and Iron Man that's out floating around there too. Not to mention, with Spider-Man, they've already... Released the black costume edition right now that you can find. I think of oh, the Target, twelve inch of oh, the twelve inch that yeah. Target's been releasing now. Yeah, and prices are starting to drop on that now too. So 
if you're out there looking for the 12-inch figure, the black costume Spider-Man Target has those too. They're starting to drop in price as well. Um, Segwaying back to SDCC and their yes. and their figures though, uh, they didn't they didn't let you see full sets this year. They gave you tidbits. It yeah, was like it was enough they, to get to get your Jones in, and it was like, oh. Well, yeah, they they give you sometimes you know the majority of a of a wave, but not not the entire thing. Uh, Me being a Spider Man fan, that was that was like, oh my goodness! You see, know, I'm, was I that am, a builder figure lizard? And that's the only thing reason why I'm buying more than one figure out of that wave because Gwenpool they could have kept for my part. Spider Punk, I have no real idea that is, but I had no desire Spider to have Punk that. Spider Punk is from the uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, they which, they are, which they are milking the hell out of, and they truthfully could have kept that one for me. <laughs> uh, the only figure I saw from that wave that that had a chance of getting a dime of mine was Mysterio. Yep. Until I saw the Builder figure, and it's like Jesus Christ! Now I'm gonna have a stinking Gwynpool somewhere. You know, in a box, in a closet, up under something somewhere, because it will never be out on my in my collection. I mean, they have gone, <laughs> they have gone a tad bit Deadpool crazy for me, and I understand the character's popular, but Jesus Christ, he's become the new Spidey, the new Iron Man. You know, where the new Wolverine, the new Cyclops, where you know every other wave. Oh look, it's a it's a Deadpool. Oh look, it's a it's a rainbow of Deadpool. Yeah, I don't want a rainbow of Deadpools. I don't, you know, there there are characters that you haven't done. Where's my Blue Marvel? Where? Hey, how about giving us some of the new warriors? Hey, let's do Cloak and Dagger. Let's do something other than Spider Punk. I mean, I, you can't tell me that there was this great crowd of folks going, man. You know what I really want? To hell with giving me a new usable Doc Octo- Dr. Octopus. I want Spider Punk. Did you happen to see the six inch Namor with the beard? Yeah, I I saw Namor with the beard. Uh, to which when I showed one of my buddies, he went, "Oh look, it's them doing Namor's Jason Momoa," and we all <laughs> laughed because you know that's pretty much what DC has done with Aquaman. So, or the Aquaman I've in, noticed, in the lame I've, attempt to make him cool. And I've noticed too that. There's leaks, supposedly, of upcoming figures. We don't know if it's true or not, but apparently somebody's posted online Walgreens' list of toys that they're supposed to be carrying. I I would I would don't really want to talk about that one because we don't know that one. There was no confirmation of anything from that. This is mere speculation, yeah, but you know. So yeah, I'd, I'd save that until somebody said, you know, till somebody involved with the stuff says it's true. They did enough. They did. They told you enough things yesterday that you know were actually coming out to waste time on. Well, I, my friend at Walgreens pulled this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, you know. I know thing was on that list. They said a thing was coming. They did not announce a thing. They but went out again, their way not to announce a thing. But then again, like I said, this is speculation. This is speculation. So. Uh, you know, you know, there's a Medusa coming. You know, there's a Namor coming. You know, there's a new Black Bolt coming. You know, Black Panther is getting a wave. You know, the Avengers are getting a wave. Uh, you know, Deadpool's getting a wave. You know, there's enough. There's enough stuff that they announced. You know that the next builder figure for X Men is gonna be Apocalypse. Dude. Which is a big deal for me. I've, I've been wanting a new apocalypse for I don't know how long. Now. The coolest thing that I saw, to me, they're doing legendary. They're like the not legendary, but they're called uh, 
Legends? Are they called? Yeah, Legends? the throw in the throwback packaging. Yeah, they look like the Secret Wars throwback. Throwback. Well, not package. Secret Wars. They are the first set of Toy Biz stuff before they got differentiated. Yeah, they, they, had, they have that retro packaging yeah. for those figures, but they're still six inch, and I think that's cool because you're going to go back with the relaunch of Marvel's Universe. And what they're doing right now with their legacy characters. Yeah. This ties in really yeah. good with that. So not yeah. only will you have the books, and the kids will be able to have the figures that look like they looked when we were kids at yeah. six cents. And the kids will be like, whoa, I got the book and I got the figure. So I like I like how you say kids. It's gonna be it's, four, us. it's gonna be four it's year us. old men. It's us, man. Yeah, it's us. Tell I know. Yeah, stop stop making folks for everybody that's got like that got that son that dog that's into the same thing that you're into it's a great excuse for you to be able to buy these figures and bond with the kids and everything I think that's pretty cool though if uh, for all of you going oh yeah I'm getting this because of my kids you lying so and so (laughs) and you know damn good and well if you come home and your kid got that figure open you going straight ham no not my little cage that I got from the SDCC I will kill everybody up in here yeah so let us know. You got, a, you got a defender. Speaking of Luke Cage, you got a defender's box set coming from Amazon for everybody that did not manage to pick up the SDCC Thunderbolts exclusive, which apparently was going to be your only attempt, your only chance to ever get a modern comic book Luke Cage. Uh, they are there will be one included in the defender's box set, along with uh, another a Daredevil, a another Daredevil, Iron a shirtless Iron Fist. And more importantly, Jewel. You will get your Jessica Jones figure, which is the only thing that's going to have me buying that because I'd like to have her because I like setting up different Avengers in my collection and I was needing her for my for a couple of my new Avengers runs. So that's with, a good one. With that being said, there were so many different things that popped out. You guys, let us know what you think was a highlight for you guys from the San Diego Comic-Con with the debut of these trailers these toys, these statues, these t-shirts, and so on and so on. It's just so much stuff that's just just, just 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 popping up right now. And I think it's a great thing. The sad uh, thing is, the one thing that didn't really pop up for me for Comic-Con this year was anything about comics. I can't tell you jack squat <laughs> about something coming from comics that means any, I mean, absolutely it, it anything. Was, I can sit there and go, oh, the movies with this. Oh, the TV shows with this. Oh, Stranger Things too. Look, that's going to be so cool. Uh, I, can, I can't wait for this. And then you go, yeah, it was a Comic Con. What did you know about the comics? And it's like, I don't know. They suck. <laughs> and the only thing I saw comic related was basically a blurb where DC went, hey, the comics industry is going in the toilet. And all I can do is look at it and go, yeah, pretty much. And keep, keep going because, you know, one, I, I agree with it, and two, it's DC. Yeah, there's well, well, I mean, toilet. Do you? What do you think is the main reason for this? Do you think it's the fact that price? A lot, well, I I would agree with that too, but I think the main reason, well, my in my opinion, is people go to these movies like us that grew up reading these stories about these characters on the big screen, which I could be. Real critical about it because I expect my characters to at least have some of the depth of what I've read to stay true to the core of the character. That's always been my thing. You can change a little bit of this, you can change a little bit of that, but the core of the character and the core of the story stays the same. And I think that, in a nutshell, is enough that where you get a lot of people that don't know anything about these characters or anything about these books, the moment they go see the movie, 
it gives them jobs and for them to go buy these books. Having to work in a comic book store, I see these people on a regular basis coming like, man, we just saw the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You have any Guardians of the Galaxy comic books? And I give them the comic books, and they're like, oh. Well, and, I mean, you know, I, I mean, that's that's one of those kind of things where you know I kind of hesitate to think that people read because <laughs> because they do they because do, a lot of folks go, well, you know, I went, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I now know everything I need to know about the character. I don't care about the book. Well, you know, and it's and because you know that's that's a thing in nerddom now is do you actually read the stuff? Oh, you just know him for a movie. Because, I mean, I've had people stop me. I was wearing one of my Black Panther shirts. I had a guy, a greeter, stop me at the door. Go, oh, man, it's cool, Black Panther. Do you read the books? Or did you just like him because you saw him in a movie? And I'm like, dude, I've been reading the books, you know, over a decade. Oh, then that's cool, then. You know what in the hell you're talking about as right. opposed to, you know, I saw Rocket Raccoon. You really cool. And now I know everything about Guardians. Yeah, it's, yeah just sit down somewhere. So, you know, I don't, I don't think that translates over because I don't think people read. I think if you give somebody a choice, would you rather watch a movie about this or read it, they're going to go, yeah, I'm going to watch the movie and the hell with reading it. Well, a lot of people, like I said, again, from my experience, a lot of them, they're still getting a lot of turnover for the fact that a lot of people want to know more about these characters. They get, they get to know these characters. They feel, they feel a connection with these characters, a bond with these characters. Now they want to study the history of these characters. But given that the fact that there's so many different origins now for each one of these characters, where do you start? What do you do? Because by the time you you go back and you read the first Guardians of the Galaxy comic book compared to the Guardians of the Galaxy where they are now, they've evolved. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the same people. Yeah. So I, I usually tell them going into it, if you saw what you saw on the big screen, you need to read the books that identify with that at this particular point in time. Because if you want to read the history of these books, of these characters, by the time you go back and read these books or these archives of these books, it can be confusing because they evolve, the roster change, they evolve, the roster change, and then before you know it, this is what we got on the big screen. Yeah, I, like I said, I, it's one of those kind of things where, you know, Truth Lab, I read because of, of the habit. It's, it's um, because we do these shows uh, the books aren't good. They're not good and they're high. I mean, that's that's the God's honest truth. They I mean, want, see they, the want, main... they want four four to five dollars for a book that when you get the story, it's not worth a crap. It's it's full of the writer's politic and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's politics porn. It's message porn. And it's not a and which would be fine if they would wrap the message porn in a good story, but it's not. It's just message porn. I mean, it's literally, you know, I flipped on Pornhub and, you know, you don't watch Pornhub for for plot, you know, and that's what you got in these things. The plots are weak. Uh, and, you know, they kind of drug your kind of classic characters through the muck because, you know, for some stupid reason, uh, I know DC is, is kind of killing Marvel in in the comic book thing now, but it's not because the DC books are good. It's just because if you pick up Superman, that's Superman. Where if you pick up Hulk, that ain't Hulk. That ain't Wolverine. Which Spider-Man? Uh, you know, it's it's shaky. Now, just this past week, I will give them uh, Astonishing X-Men. You had Astonishing X-Men number one. That was a good book. I read that, and it felt like 
90s X-Men. It felt, no, it truly felt like me reading the X-Men back in the Claremont days because it had a decent story. It was a nice, the team was together by the end of the book, which is nice because now a lot of times in a team book, you don't get the team together to issue six, which is a problem. Uh, you know, you know who the bad guy is, you know what the problem is, and now you can read them fixing the problem. Uh, the resurrection books, the ones that I have read, I have not read them all. I've been reading X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue, Astonishing is on the list, and Weapon X. Those books have been really good, and I, and I did not feel like I wasted my time reading them. Okay, fans out there, tell us what you think or what you want to see happen in these in, in with these two major giants that we have, Marvel and DC. They're relaunching their universe for a whole nother audience. Um, do you think this is necessary? Do you think that anything good is going to come as Let us know what you think about this. These, and, well, the, the question is, do you think it'll last? Because well, I mean, a D- lot of... DC relaunches their universe a lot. I mean... Well, it's hard to write for gods. Well, I yeah, mean, th- yeah. Those, those are like the best... But the thing you, is, they never fix that. The, the last time they fixed that was back in the 80s with the original Crisis. You know, when they went, you know what? Superman having rainbow beams come out of his butt that, you know, turn lead into gold. Maybe we need to dub it with his arch villain just being a bald dude. Maybe we need to dull him down a little bit. And you had the more, I hate to say human Superman, but they the greatly depowered Superman that made Superman interesting. But, you know, New 52 Superman bench presses Earth yeah. for a month. You know, know, I think in my opinion, both of these juggernauts are big marketing tools right now because what they're doing is they have all these different heroes on multiple medias and they're pushing that like nobody's business. They're pushing it like nobody's business. They're pushing like nobody's business to the point to where you got them in cartoons, you got them in comic books, you got them on big screens, you have them in video games. Then you have been apps on your on your iPhone or on your tablet. And it's getting to the point to where now it's everyday normal lifestyle that you live. There you can't go anywhere without seeing the characters from either one of those two dragonauts in some media in some way, shape, or form. And I think what they're doing is comic books was the was the ground point of this. And they realize that now. So I think what they're doing now is it doesn't matter about the history. It doesn't matter about the story. I think what they're using now is the big screen as a main gateway drug to basically get people hooked in it. And then they go out and they buy these lackluster stories to support the doggone movies that's on the big screen. Well, I know in Marvel's case, all all Marvel comics are, are research and development for the movies. They, I mean, they, they don't care. You know, it's they. That's that's where they basically take the spaghetti and throw it on the wall, as they do it in the books. They go, "Hey, how's this work?" And if the book don't sell, then you don't have to worry about ever seeing it in the movie. You know, it's it's really just that simple. And you know, it it it's that's that's just something that they're doing over and over. You can and you and it shows. You can tell that it's all just kind of a big. There's no plan. The strength of the MCU is the movies had a plan and they have a plan. The, which is the weakness 
ironically, of the books, is there is no plan. They just go, oh, hell with it. Well, this week, we do this, and next week, you know, you know, we'll bring Hulk back in this week's Secret Wars and kill him the same issue, and, you know. It was always one big climactic event after one big climactic event that never was no break in between. It was like, okay, Well, the thing we- is, you used to have, it, there's always been event after event in comics, because that's what kept you reading comics. It was a it was an unending soap opera. You know, if if they defeated if the Masters of Evil started a fight this month, then they continued the fight next month, and then it ended the fight the month after that. And usually at the end of that book, well, there's the new bad guy that's gonna carry you forward. I don't have a problem with that. It's it's that the stories aren't interesting. It's it's now you have a month of talking, and it might be a fight, and there might not. There's there's no real interest to it. No, that was one another thing I saw that came out SDCC that concerned the comics is Captain America's coming back in his classic costume. The whole it's Steve Rogers, the whole nine. So who's writing it though? It is not Coates. No, it's not. No, it's not. Hallelujah. I think it's a uh, Mark Wade. About so, damn time, because in my opinion, if anybody can say Captain America is Mark Wade, yeah, I mean that's it, it's that's not been a, his boy for how long now? Yeah, it's it's he's a he's a good writer, and we'll look and see. He's gonna have a uh, he's got a hell of a hole to dig himself out of because uh, Secret Empire is is la poop. I, know, th- so. I, I think he can do it though. I got I got faith in him. Yeah. Um, Truthfully, I was I was. I was really hoping that Coates was going to take over Captain America because in the in the hope that it was going to take him off of Black Panther. <laughs> you know that that was the one bit of SDCC news that I hoped for that I did not get. Oh, Coates is no longer writing Black Panther. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Wow. That and you know two things I would have liked: Coates off Black Panther, Finn Jedi no longer janitor. Okay, so he's pretty much giving me basically what he. Wanted and what he got from the San Diego Comic Con stuff. So, let us know what you wanted and what you got from it. And also, feel free to comment on anything that we've talked about. Feel free to jump in and chime in and, and, and state your opinion on any other stuff that we're talking yeah, about. You know, come in and chime in. A good thank you for giving you the actual uh, in Avengers Infinity War trailer instead of the kind of clickbait crap that you could get in other places that, you know, you get there and it's Rick Ashley singing or it's some man-made yeah. crud. <laughs> uh, you know, some BS that wastes everybody involves time, you know, just just so somebody go, oh, somebody, they clicked on my site, they cared. Yeah, they clicked on and clicked off and, you know, nah, we don't do that here. You know, when I, when I say, hey, we're going to get you the Infinity War trailer, if it ain't the real one, yeah, it, I ain't saying that I couldn't be tricked, but I would—I definitely wasn't gonna put no obvious BS up on the site. And if you haven't seen the Ragnarok trailer, please take time out to just devote some time to it to check this out. Yep, you got a talking Hulk. It's pretty awesome. You got a talking Hulk and Surtur. You know what else you want? <laughs> pretty awesome. And another thing, the biggest thing that everybody's been talking about right now, Floyd Mayweather and. Colin McGregor. What else I got to do with SDCC? I'm getting to that. Okay. Everybody's been hyping this whole thing up about Mayweather running from running from Colin for so long that you know he never will want to go step in the ring with him. Segway into that. You got Thor Ragnarok, November the third. 
Then you've got Justice League, November the 22nd. DC has yet to put out a movie in conjunction with a Marvel movie. So, that being said, instead of talking about Floyd Mayweather and Colin, I think the biggest thing should be talking about right now is Marvel versus DC when you got Thor versus Justice League. I'm thinking, with this being the, the third Thor movie, and this being the the first time you ever get to see the Justice League on the big screen, their breakout movie premiere, there is no reason on paper, on paper, that this should be a one-sided series. Because everybody and anybody that's about pop culture is going to go see both movies. But the real question is, who's going to win out? Uh, that, that's one of those kind of things where, you know, the the part of me that actually has some sense goes, yeah, it just means it's a good time to be a comic nerd. Because that means that's that's two movies in a month that, yeah, yeah. that you know, will have superheroes in it. But you know I have not- I have that part of me, and then I have the part of me that's petty as hell that, go, <laughs> that goes, DC and Warner Bros. needs to thank God that Homecoming came out because originally Black Panther was in that spot. Yes, it was. Black Panther was supposed to be November 3rd of this year, not February next year. And I don't think the league got got it in them to go up against the king. The king is lit. <laughs> the king is lit. Jokers is part, planning parties about the king. Ain't nobody planning no parties about Justice League. True, true. I mean, it just ain't. You know. But I'm just, I'm just, like I said, this is Thor's third movie. And they give you, they go... Well, the trick is Thor. Thor is due for a good movie because his first two movies is poop. You know, Thor. It's the build up. Thor. Now, Thor one is they scared the gods. Thor two was my god. What you know? You need to call on them gods to give you a better movie because this is crap. But this one is people. Let me tell you about my best friend. Yeah, the addition of the Hulk is nice. The thing that I enjoyed about that trailer was they're gods. Yep. This is the first time they're gods. Yep. Hell is not running around going, oh, I'm the alien of death. No, I'm the goddess of death. She asked Thor, what are you supposed to be the god of? Uh, Thor is recognizing her as the goddess of death. You've got Valkyrie. There ain't no way you're going to fix that as aliens. It's chicks riding around on flying horses taking people to heaven. That ends that whole alien crap. They're gods. They were supposed to have been gods from jump. You know, you got giant wolves and crap running around. You got Serta, a giant fire demon. They're gods. Hela's got an army of skeletons. If you slow down yeah. part of that trailer, yeah. her armies of, of skeletons. They ain't aliens. They're gods. Now, my, my biggest question to you on this is, we've read so many enriched stories dealing with these characters. Who do you think is going to be the most pleased out of anybody that's had their hand in a Thor story or artwork-wise? Who do you think is going to be the one that's at the theater? Or who do you think the one that had anything to do with the help development of this character is going to be like, oh my God, I've envisioned something. And they took my vision and put it on the big screen. Walter Simonson, because that's truthfully, he's he's been the backbone of the past two movies because he created Malekith as part of the Serta story in one of the greatest runs of Thor the hell you can read. So, you know, there there's flashes of the Executioner's Last Stand just in the trailers. That's Simonson. Uh, Serta was Simonson. Uh, 
basically, if you take Thor the Dark World with Malekith, Malekith, the Dark Elves, the Executioner, Hela, and Serta is all one big story. They were they were the main antagonists of a story that lasted for years in the Thor comics. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, yeah, if anybody's sitting there going, yeah, this is my stuff on screen, yeah, it's Simonson. And this is something um, that's a segue to it. We're, we're, we're getting this epic story, but the coolest thing that I think that's coming out of this, we're actually getting a box set with Ulick the Troll in it. Yeah, if you were at San Diego Comic Con and get your mitts on one, or if you... It's going to be online eventually. For all of 15 minutes. <laughs> Take it from somebody that's got a large portion. I've got just about all of the SDCC Marvel Legends exclusives. Yeah, it'll be up about 15 to 20 minutes. And if you ain't there, you caught out. You'll well, be paying $300 for that damn thing. Somewhere. There you go, folks. So you got to be up early. Nope. Go to sleep. Stay up late the night before. And don't get up until about 3 o'clock on the day of. That That is my advice to you. Sound like you've done this before. Yeah, I want everybody <laughs> not me to do that. I want you to stay up drinking the night before. And don't get up to about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning that next day. Do me that favor. Yeah. That, that's that's what I want for you. So in a nutshell, San Diego Comic Con has given us um, a lot of things to look forward to towards the end of the year. A lot of great tours that are coming out of this. And next year. Uh, yeah. Uh, you get, like I said, it gave us everything but great stuff involving comics. So, you know, that's, that's the thing. So let us know what you liked about it again. Let us know what you disliked about it. Let us know if there's anything that we... There's so many things that was going on. Yeah, what did we miss? Because like I said, when you're not there and you're depending on the internet to figure yeah. out what's going on, so, yeah, you have to kind of pick and choose. So if you have any tidbits or anything that's that's juicy, feel free to just drop it on here to us, man. And let us know, you know what you're thinking about what's coming down the pike and what you want to see happen down the pike. Um, a lot, like I said, a lot of toys, a lot of TV stuff, a lot of comic theme stuff. Yeah, a lot not of comic, comic books. Yeah, a lot of comic not... theme stuff. <laughs> not enough Godzilla. But we need Pacific, more Godzilla. But Pacific Rim was enough for me. You, you know, all I got, join the movement. All I got was a stone carving of Mothra. I need more than that. I need me some Godzilla. I need hey, me some King Ghidorah. We've already established King Kong. Versus Godzilla, Cinematic Universe, that's coming. 2020. It's, it's, 2020. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It took him a while, but it's coming. There ain't no guarantee you still be sucking wind in 2020. It, no, but it gives us something to look forward to. Again, this has been Tony the Hitman Horton along with. Todd, the Todd Father Holland. And like I said, if you have anything that we missed, or if you have anything that's juicy that you haven't seen yet, or you discovered feel free to hit us up with it and let us know about it because yep. we're, just we're just as eager to find something new as just as good as you guys are willing to just throw this on here and slap it down. Yep, and check us out on SoundCloud in case you didn't already know and hell, that's about it on our webpage on Facebook and it's, it's we been, are critical, honest, and unfiltered. And it's we, been three the hard way. Catch you later. Later. Peace. Attention, attention, please. This is an announcement straight from Alabama's true MCs. Uh, what's up, the rap? There's a new day, and they come to show you the way.